0: This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop, Shop Tour Bus. Head over to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram to check out their fabulous array of Grateful Dead inspired, stupendous, superfluous, magical, stirpoofless artwork wow. and shirt you know what designs. I'm looking forward to? What?
4: What their Christmas themed oh, boxes shit. are going to be.
0: Holidays are right around the corner. Right
4: around the corner, guys. Shop to a bus. It's I have a, a holiday sitting Christmas right in front present. of me,
0: guys. That's what's uh, cool.
4: That's my last name, guys. I have a it. holiday in front of me. It's not spelled the
0: same, but it's cool. But it is back to school time too. Also, that. So, what better time to get your kids some fresh new threads than right now before they go to school? Because you don't want to send your kid looking like a bum to school. And you just don't.
4: Pencils. They every box comes with a pencil,
0: and every class has that one kid that. Picks his nose and that's the booger kid. And there's one kid that never brushes his hair. And, and the one kid that wears the same kid.
4: shirt every every
0: day. fucking three days. You don't want your kid to be that kid. Nope, Go to shop tour bus, buy a shirt, and then your kid won't be that kid at school.
1: What if your kid is the kid with a shop nope. tour bus shirt on your for three days in a row? That's rad.
0: Then that's rad. <laughs> then then your kid's a deadhead. <laughs> and <Point>. he, he <laughs> wow. Point made, baby. Yeah. High five give me a rad ass. shirt to wear every we day but this. you know what you don't just get a shirt you don't you get more than you bargain for with shop tour bus guys wait what else do you
2: get you get oh, now you piqued pe- my curiosity i really wasn't paying attention but then when you said there was more things okay. i love shirts but what tell me what more do you like better than shirts Music Right <laughs> Don't you love music More than yeah. shirts
4: <laughs> Well that's what, Any
2: shirt I buy Is usually related to music What if so... the shirt
0: That you bought Came With music Oh shit Wait, wait I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> That would be awesome That'd be doubly
2: awesome well, It's like 110% shop, two or is
0: gonna do that They're gonna do that They're gonna send you a bootleg That the universe Is actually gonna
2: pick out through that wait, is wait, Just conduits. for the cost of the shirt I'm going to get this yep. free this music like comes with it you're going to get a cassette tape bootleg holy <laughs> shit I'm to have to get a couple picked
4: for you but no one ever you don't ever just get
2: extra stuff get you, you you do just, from shop tour bus oh my god Yeah. okay so Get, place your order for a t shirt, get some free music, and that's it. And a shirt. Yeah, music and stickers. a kind of shirt. Wait, wait, wait hold stickers? on. I'm not done. Holy and a
0: newsletter oh. and candy what? and other stuff. And candy? Yeah. And toys. <laughs>
4: My mind's literally. <laughs> He's exploded. turned into a little kid with candy. Yeah, he
0: did. <laughs> that, was, that was so bad. Look, get your kid something nice for school, buy yourself something pretty, and you'll get to feel like a little kid. At Christmas time, it is like opening a present. It really is. So, they're the one and only sponsor of No Simple Road, guys. Support them. They're supporting us. Number one. We all love each other. We're family. This is a community. Let's do our thing. Let's take care of each other. And? And?
1: The other day, when we went to see J-Rad, we saw a listener. Oh, yeah. And? He was wearing his shop tour bus t-shirt and proudly noted it. And that is rad. So be like our rad J rad uh, Listen. <laughs> listener. And I'm sorry. I'm I don't I don't remember. It was, I was Andrew. If it was Andrew, then Andrew. But if it wasn't, just know that I remember the beard. It was rad.
0: Yeah, man. Wearing your shop tour bus threads, kicking it J rad with no simple row family. That's what's up. That is so, what's up. Very cool. <laughs> Shoptourbus.com or at ShopTourbus on Instagram. Get yourself something cool, man, and get more than you bargain for. Peace. Osiris.
5: Hey, this is Reed Mathis. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Check out OsirisPod.com and stay in the loop. Sign up for the newsletter to learn about the newest podcasts and events. Relics Magazine is a media partner of Osiris. For music news, go to Relics.com.
2: What I was going to say to you earlier. I, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I
0: fucking agree 100%. So, yeah. Hey, now, No Simple Road family. How's it going out there, guys? It's Aaron. It's Apple.
1: Belle.
0: In the house. And I'm here too. Ryder's in the house too. Well, okay. None of us Actually, are in we the We are, ha- are not in the sort of house.
2: Got to rephrase
0: that. I'm gonna, we're on the porch. And hi. How's it going? We hope everybody's doing good out there, enjoying their time, their week, their day, their weekend, wherever it is that you're at in the time and space continuum. Statistically speaking, probably a drive of some kind. Yeah, or you're at work or at the gym. Hi, guys. Hope you're enjoying yourself. This week's episode is Reed Mathis. And man, you know, whenever we do these interviews nowadays, whenever we're done, we're like, that was my favorite interview ever. But I have to say, this is one of the few interviews that I actually was teared up during and (laughs) moved me to the point where when it was over, I didn't know what to say anymore.
2: Like, this cat is deep, 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 like the ocean. This was an education, a newfound respect for music. Mm Mm-hmm. I I learned stuff about Beethoven that I didn't even know I needed to know but needed to know Um, (laughs) and how to hear it hearing it differently
1: and this interview fell on our lap we we did not have this planned we went into uh, I can't recall right now who we were about to interview but we were waiting there and then here sits Reed, uh, this unsuspecting Jazz oh yeah jazz's fish this unsuspecting sweetie with his baseball cap chilling waiting to rehearse and it's freaking Reed Mathis and it, it was just a very special interview you guys so much to say but like don't know what to say
0: so yeah we're, we're back in this like walled off area at High Sierra Music Festival and we were going to interview Jazz's Fish and we went back there to like check it out and make sure everything was cool and I walked back there and I've been listening to Reed Mathis and Electric Beethoven since that album came out I fucking dig that shit and so I follow Reed on social media and I had hit him up when I found out we were going to High Sierra I had hit him up and he said he wanted to do the interview but we had been missing each other and it just didn't materialize just didn't happen and so we went back in this place to check it out and there's this dude sitting in the chair and there's nobody back there. It's completely empty. And there's a tree with some chairs and, a, and an ashtray for smoking just to hang out. And there's one guy back there and it, he's sitting there with the baseball cap on having a smoke. And I look and I'm like, I think that's to myself. I'm like, I think that's fucking Reed Mathis. And I, I like kind of looked at him a little closer and I was like, holy shit, that is Reed. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go say hi and introduce myself. So I just strolled up to him. I was like, hey, my name's Aaron. How you doing, Reed? He was like, hey, how's it going? So we started talking and shooting the shit for a minute. And I go, hey, look, man, I would be remiss if I don't ask. We're here doing interviews. Is it cool if, if we do an interview while you're here? And he was like, absolutely, man. And I was like, OK, um, how about tomorrow at 1.30? And he was like, OK, great. And that's how this happened The universe wanted us to interview Reed And wanted Reed to be interviewed by us For a damn good reason Yeah Yeah. It was magic, man It was I can still feel the weight of the conversation This far after And it's been several weeks and
1: like didn't want him to leave like
0: can we move in
1: no it was just (laughs) like we could have talked all day yeah that's what i mean it was like so enthralling to hear this story and like i love story time that's one of my favorite things i love to hear people that know what they're talking about tell a good story like it's one thing to read it for yourself and that's awesome too but when it's somebody's narrating it and you can just feel free to go let your mind you know picture whatever they're saying and I like Aaron said I didn't know I wanted to know about Beethoven but I wanted to know about
2: Beethoven when you have he was like an enthusiastic teacher well he said that when when we sat down
0: to before we interviewed him when we asked him if we could interview him he I don't remember how it came about but he said i i take every conversation i had and treat it like it's the most important conversation i've ever had in my life and he wasn't fucking bullshitter <laughs> at all no. at all no and he, like you said mel it's always awesome to hear a good storyteller but it's even more awesome when that storyteller knows what's under the hood of his story and can unpack it and explain it to you in a really deep insightful meaningful touching way so to hear it put the way that it was all put was really cool.
1: Well, yeah, and he's um, an amazing musician. Like, we're just talking about Reed as not just. We're talking about Reed as a person. And to boot, he is an incredible Like everything, everything that he plays, it's just very skillful and and then just so chill. So you guys are really, really, really going to enjoy this interview. This one's I've been like patiently and not patiently waiting to come out. I really want to hear this interview.
0: So before we get to the interview, let's do the business. We'll do it quick. We'll get to this one before the 30 minute mark, I promise. So follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. If you're on Facebook, we're at No Simple Road over there. Head over to NoSimpleRoad.com. That's where you can get all your No Simple Road merch. We still have some shirts left. We have the amazing, wicked, awesome design skull logo pins up there. We got stickers. And you can also click on the family tab there. And that's where you can sign up for the No Simple Road newsletter and find out all the news, sports, weather, and information about No Simple Road. Also at NoSimpleRoad.com are um, all the past episodes and all the current episodes And anything that has to do with the show That you want to find out It's also a contact thing on there So if you want to get in contact with the show You can reach us through there as well Head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road Now look guys This is how we build the community This is how, you know, we do what we do It's how we keep the lights on of the show We pay for our hosting We do all that stuff And I I know it's a weird move to to reach out And ask the community to support a thing But this is Show is 100% listener supported, and that's how we do it. So, you know, we love it. Yeah, (laughs) man. And if you're, you know, we're getting you through your work day or we're helping you make it through your workout or your drive or your commute or whatever the thing is think about spending a buck a month on that and kicking it down to the family here and helping us pay for everything we need to do and the goal is to get me doing this full time so that I can devote myself to it so it's not just empty dollars they're cute dollars and when you do that you become a Chan donator and you always will be as as much as you you can
4: can. little baby cute dollars
0: baby cute dollars are cool guys the most important thing you can do for the show though guys is leave us those five-star reviews on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're listening to the show on That is how more people find out about the show and when they type in, you know, Jam Bam podcast or Grateful Dead podcast or um, psychedelic podcast or whatever podcast that makes us come up relevant. So leave us those reviews. It just takes a second and it doesn't cost you anything. And it means the world to us.
1: And I have one right here pulled up um, from Jazica. Making work more enjoyable. It has been so great finding you guys. Now I'm trying to figure out, how did I find you? Anyways, I love all of the subjects you all touch on upon. And again, you make me feel the same as I have felt with my Burning Man family. There is hope for us all. So yeah, I have a hard time putting it into words, but I have to say I would love to be on the porch with you all. My husband and I are metalsmiths here in Florida, and I work for a jewelry store here. I have been somewhat miserable at work lately because I'm just over my art being used and abused and always working on poorly crafted, mass-produced jewelry. However, every day since I have found your podcast, the day seems to go by so much faster, and I feel as if I'm right there with y'all. Keep up the good work and living the dream. By the way i have some wolfman whiskers waiting in the mailbox to try can't it. wait mm-hmm. much love jessica oh, so no. see you guys that's some so cool. just jessica took the time in her day to write such an awesome review and, and five stars don't get
4: down on your job that's so cool i think metalworking is so i think cool. she's down think, on I, where I, she's I, yeah, at yeah i know Not, it's she, still
1: it's be, yeah, be yeah. A yeah. A she seems to be that's loving what she's cool doing thing. yeah and if you she don't she, be
0: doing what she wants yep if you don't feel like writing, you don't have to write anything. You can just click the five stars and move on in your day. It takes about 30 seconds, guys. There's a lot of you listening. And, you know, if half of you do it, the show will explode. So it's you. It's you that I'm talking to that feels like I'm talking to you right Wait, now. Go Everyone ahead and do right
4: it. now. Stop. Stop. Grab a coin. Do it. Flip it. Everyone who flipped it and got heads has to write a review. Everyone who got tails. Just leave on. the
0: five stars. Yeah piece of cake. There you go. Everybody did it. We had like 10,000 reviews just now. Yep. Boom. So I want to talk about one more thing before we get to the interview. It's been a long long, crazy, crazy summer. We've all been at it. Hardcore this summer. And I wanted to share something with you guys that I learned. And I know that all of you out there will appreciate this. At least those of you out there that allegedly take sacraments at shows and do stuff. So You know, curveballs happening, Dead and Company tour happened, High Sierra Music Fest happened, The Gorge happened, Fish Tour happened, Playing in the Sands coming up. That's a lot of tripping, man. That's a lot of psychedelic, you know, screen time. Just saying. So if the sacrament that you're taking is of the chemical type and starts with the letter E, then I have something that will help you. Go out and get yourself some 5-HTP vitamins and some magnesium and start taking that shit now.
4: Remember to take your magnesium, guys.
0: Magnesium, malate. And magnesium, like straight up magnesium. So magnesium allegedly will help with the jaw clenching and general well-being afterward.
4: Also, if you clench your jaw normally, like I used to clench my jaw a lot at night, and since I've been taking the magnesium, it doesn't do that. So, like, yep. just for jaw clenching in general.
0: And 5-HTP is the precursor in your body, allegedly, to serotonin. Nobody on this show is a medical professional. Nobody on this show is, what do you, what do you, how do you say it? Uh, authorized or... Nobody, don't,
4: we're not fucking we're doctors, not doctors, man. We don't guys. know what the hell we're, we're talking about. We just read about. some articles online. A bunch of hippies yeah, telling you some what to do. So shit, we tried it a couple yeah. times and it worked kind of good for us. Yeah, so there So
0: whatever. But take that. The 5 HTP is the precursor to serotonin in your body. And when you take MDMA, serotonin gets dumped and then you are at a deficit for it and you feel like doo doo for a few days afterwards. Well, if you take 5 HTP for the week before and a few days after, it really, really helps, man.
4: It helps with that emotional hangover. Yep. When you feel like everything's gray and everything you watch is sad, and movies make you cry, all that it helps with that. Ryder, it Ryder, take Ryder rid of started it. crying the other it day, telling us about
0: he was he wasn't even okay, watching. He's telling Out. us about sad, Inside Out. It's a <laughs> sad. He was. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was. Anyway. That was. <laughs> if you're gonna take the five HTP after a journey, wait 24 hours. Okay, that's okay. my pro tip for the week, guys. There you go. That's
2: a good pro Magnesium tip. Magnesium
0: malate, vitamin C, five HTP. Go to the vitamin store. Spend a few bucks. Not gonna hurt you, and it'll help. I promise. It's really great. It helped me. Make promises.
4: Well. I promise. Okay. I promise.
0: Okay. I promise for me that it helped me. How do okay. you like that? There you, you go. go. There you go. That was... So anyway, read Mathis, guys this cat's amazing what's up mel uh, no
1: apple was trying to tell me to
0: what no she should do the oh okay wow that, that was a hard bump right there we yeah. just went over uh-huh. a speed bump but you no, guys are with us Karen and we're still in the car I, 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 we'll, I, was I was i was confused honest. yeah anyway guys you're dragging you're gonna the fucking enjoy this one i promise here's mel
1: Without further ado, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy Reed Mathis.
2: <laughs> With the <laughs> wow, it's like, I'm getting in here.
0: cool so thanks man thanks for talking to us i appreciate it i'm glad i love talking about music you know, yeah it's
1: a perfectly random situation yeah.
0: yeah. so what apple was just talking about a second ago man like i mean like you said you're only a day and a half in but i'm sure there's times on the road when you're just exhausted from what you've been doing and yes what do you do like how do you when you're up there and you're playing and you're walking up onto the stage and just thinking, like, I don't know, man. Like, well, what's the deal? How do you get through it? Luckily, um,
5: there's, like, you know, body memory, like somatic memory that uh, just takes over. Um, you right. know, I've been doing this so long. I mean, I started performing with my parents when I was five, you know? Wow. So that would be 1981. (laughs) And uh, so I, you know, and my parents are musicians and performers and a lot of people in in my family. So I learned along with the alphabet, how to carry yourself on stage and um, all this stuff, you know, that's just really basic learning for me, like way early, but not basic
0: for everybody else.
5: That's maybe not. But, but for me, I could be sick, you know, I could be, you know, in a depression or something or whatever. And the, the minute it's time to play, I mean, I've had serious back pain vanish when I go on stage. It's just, it's like the nervous system is an amazing supercomputer that is way more powerful than we ever. We all think our brains are the best thing we got going. Right. Our brain is 10% of what our whole nervous system can do intelligence wise. So like yeah, I, I'll, I get on stage and a whole different energy tank gets plugged in that I don't have access to the rest of the Do so you Very feel different. when that happens? Uh I can feel after ha- after okay. it's happened.
1: Okay.
5: After so, I so play, I always feel you. great after I've played. But there was a time in my life um like 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003 around that time when I was doing you know, 280 shows a year. Damn. Um, and didn't, literally didn't have an address. Like, we didn't go home. We just toured year round. Um, and never got hotel rooms, you know, like, uh, like in the the car, driving, sleep in the car, meet people at the gigs and crash on their floor, um, drive overnight a lot of the time, um, driving shifts, you know. Yeah. And, um, I that was like basic training, kind of like I. It's, yeah, boot camp. I have a capacity for that that um, that I built up over years of living that way, which is an insane way to live. I could never do it now. You have to be
0: in your like early twenties to. It completely takes you out of your any kind of comfort zone that you have physically. Right. Your little things that you like,
5: all and that's gone. All that's gone. Any sense of having a private self. Uh. Oh shit! Where, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you know, like you have your you have your social persona where you're out and about, or you're at work, or something, and then you go home and you're like, ah, oh, let it all totally. let it all go. Put on my clothes. I don't want anybody to see me in, and uh, <laughs> and just yes. like and just like check out kind of, and let your body heal. Gone. You are with your bandmates. You go to the bathroom with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. round the clock. So that also. That's like less of a good thing. I feel like in the long run, like I feel somewhat scarred by those years from that experience. Wow, like uh, a price? it yeah. it took yeah, something. Like, it took something. It exacted that, a price from yeah, you. Yeah, there's a there's a, some significant scar tissue on me from that. But the positive side is the work ethic and the right. and that my body is just trained. Like you know, if you go up to a martial arts expert, they could be drunk and. Uh, out of it and not paying attention and if you go to attack them from behind their body's gonna okay fend you off so automatically yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: so
0: I've got that as
5: a performer basically <laughs>
0: and that, that scar tissue is
3: is part of the
0: creative bag of tricks too though right like isn't that a place that you um, can pull from I mean scar tissue <laughs>
5: like I would say more like coping with scar no. tissue okay. can be a creative source the the wounds themselves don't do anything positive i feel like uh-huh. but the 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 effort and the the like you know self education of trying to deal with nervous system damage can definitely be a creative you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: that's something but, that nobody ever thinks of as far as what an artist. Right. We just think you guys get up there and are ready for us to like listen to your music and right. we don't know we're not thinking about you had a cold last week or you miss your mom or like anything like that. We're right. just thinking you're at hundred percent every time you step on stage. Yeah
2: and That's, that you're all comfortable like 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 right. in between you're in a plush hotel and you got right. room service we're, we're being adored
5: <laughs> all day Absolutely. Absolutely. fawning fans <laughs> running after you yeah i mean it's it's a it's a very very um extreme and somewhat artificial way to live
2: you know like it's definitely uh, unique yeah you know
5: like you the, it's tempting to end up with a split personality
4: yeah. where you
5: have your your character that is public. Right. And then you have your things you hide from the public who are essentially strangers. You know? And but that is a bad way to go. Because when when you split yourself, it just keeps splitting. There's no end to that. It doesn't thing. you don't just get to have two parallel identities. They get further apart. So then and that it, one fractures and that one fractures Right the and then they they then can't heal each other and you can't you can't bring your Spiritual resources to bear on your public problems, right? So like that, like you, oh wow, it's, you have to use a lot of. Or I, I have found that you have to use some some awareness and some discipline to keep some of your actual vulnerability in public situations, like what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and, you don't know us, uh, and yeah, you know, and like not not split that stuff off. You know, and it really helps to be part of a band where there's a lot of trust, and um, you know you've you got each other's back like a gang. Yeah, you know that is what makes it even possible. I've done a few years of my career. I've done like a lot of like for hire stuff. Like, which I'm here at this festival for for hire at the moment. Like, I've known Skarik forever, but I've never played in his band before. Right. So, you know, I don't know these guys, and they definitely don't know me, and we all get along fine. But it's very different than like this is my these are my boys that I grew up with that like we all, we all been through it together, and I know they have my back. Like Yeah, that's and, totally if you, and if you
0: have a down day, they know your personality right. to where they know where to give
2: you space or not give you space right. and let you be
0: a, a jerk or whatever
2: the thing right. is. Right, they can pick up on all your subtle stuff. And, and the communication, like, we we do that. Like, we function as one brain. It takes three of us a fourth it's not here sometimes, and, and that communication, like a bandmate, where, the, where you don't have to say anything. They just yeah. look at you and be like, we need to take care of me. You know no, no, no the
1: personality comes
2: out right exactly
5: there's yes yeah, it's, it's challenging but the thing is that the actual making of the music is so rewarding beyond anything that could be
0: described so but you didn't you it doesn't seem like you had any other choice like this was what oh, was gonna happen okay. i knew at like 12 oh,
1: okay Probably. By the time you were twelve, I mean, if you were grooming since you were five, what were you doing at twelve?
5: Um, when I was twelve, I was um putting all my energy into the bass guitar. You know, like yeah. I had okay. I had been playing piano and cello and like singing, not just like singing for fun, but like singing from sheet music. Like, you know, like uh, choral singing. Yeah, from from you know from age of five. So. But, so, when I was 11, my Uncle John gave me his bass guitar and showed me a couple Led Zeppelin songs or whatever. So, you and actually played Uncle John's
0: Uncle band? Uncle John's band. I, <laughs> Sorry. I
5: definitely I had to go did. there. No, it was low hanging fruit. No, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle John is the reason I'm sitting here. And, oh, wow. And, uh, Thank uh, you Uncle John. So, yeah. by the time I was 12, I was like, I think the big thing for me at 12 was Metallica. So, um, I was learning. Learning every note on the records.
1: Wow, that's and, I mean and that's when you knew you were like this. Is... I mean that's when yeah
5: when I the reward I got from that not the reward of public attention but the actual intimate in- intimacy with my own soul reward that I got from that was so profound that uh, Cliff Burton. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, I actually, I have an interesting story about Cliff Burton, which is that, um, you know, around then when I was like about 12, I was like really socially dysfunctional. And, uh, one of the ways that manifested was through like lying constantly at school, um, like complete fake biography, um, like, wow. like, pathologically. Like,
1: is this split personality yes, stuff that you're talking about? Yes, exactly. Okay.
5: And uh, so, like, just, just making up stuff to try to impress people and... Just be friendly. And to try to create a situation where I would feel secure. And uh, so one of the lies that I made up, because I had... My, my, we were all skateboarders back then, so <gasps> a bunch of my skateboarders, they all loved Metallica. Everybody had Metallica stickers on their skateboards and shirts and stuff. So I was like, you know, I'm... I mean I'm like Sort of a reincarnation Of Cliff Burton In fact he died On my birthday Holy And I, this was just One of the I don't know where It came from It was <laughs> just It, was the, it just, just seemed like bullshit. The kind of thing That yeah. would impress Other 7th graders And they would all Be like wow man Did you know Reed, Cliff Burton died On Reed's birthday That's why he's so Good at bass And so and, yeah. and, and back then This is before The internet There, You couldn't just You're Find back. out about people <laughs> oh, man. That's you had to, true So finally I used to shoplift All the guitar magazines and, you know, read them to find out about musicians. And finally, when I was in eighth grade, one of them wrote about me- the history of metal bass was his article. And they mentioned that Cliff Burton had died on my birthday.
2: He actually did oh, die on What? Yeah So you made it up And then it, uh-huh. it came to be
5: And that, that spooked the fuck out of me And I was like I gotta watch it with I'm not making shit up anymore I gotta man. watch it with my words Because Like I don't know It wasn't that thought out But I was just sort of like This is dark magic Basically Totally That's what it felt like I was like You gotta stop making shit up yeah. Because right now this it is just this is harmless, but what if what if some of the lies I told about who my parents are uh, come true? You and know what I you mean? You like
1: yourself straight?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. Right. What <laughs> the
0: fuck? <man? laughs> Freaky, right? That's crazy <laughs> shit. That's really cool. <laughs> so yeah. from Metallica wow. to Beethoven, like
5: yeah, that's not far. That's not far, Joe.
0: No. Uh-uh.
5: Well, you know the thing is. Um, Genre is Like Skin ah. You know what I mean yeah. All right, Like um, Or your accent Or something Okay So like You know You could say Well people with a southern accent are, are dumb. Like you know A lot of people just Make that lightning decision Oh if you have a real thick southern accent You're probably undereducated And racist Right Totally no correlation mm-hmm. uh, Between those two things they sometimes coexist,
4: Absolutely. but
5: there are plenty of people with Southern accents that are brilliant and not racist at all. So, you know, so that's like basically like what's what's actually happening when you're a human being is not about your skin; it's about what's happening inside. So. I feel like genre is like that. Like, when you take a quick look at some music, it's like taking a glance at another human and then looking away, and then making you're an making an assumption. So you think, well, this one has electric guitars, that one has violins, therefore different. But that's like saying, well, this skin color and that skin color are different. Whereas the contents are nearly identical. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what I mean, yeah, I mean
5: yeah.
0: yesterday, I think it was... Jazz's fish. We were talking to. We were. We,
1: it's and been a string through all of everybody. Yeah, yeah this
0: has been something that's been coming up. It's like music is a language, and there's only twelve notes. Right. That's it. I mean, genre is essentially a marketing tool.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, like, it's
5: a, and it's a trap. Like, who do you? Who do you, Every time I make a record and I get a new publicist or or a new manager or something, and they're all one of their questions is always like, "Well, who's the audience for this music?" People. And I'll be yeah, like, how "Are we
1: going to market Right. Like who?
5: Where do we buy advertising, basically? That's what genre is. It's like um, it has to you it's down a it's out. an assumption about you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And when you buy into it, you're agreeing with those assumptions. Wow. You know what I mean? Like like it's like, yeah. oh well, you know, like those algorithms you see on like Ugh. on the, the internet statistics. when you, you see the ads <laughs> where they're like, Well, if you liked Miles Davis, then you'll probably like this awful other thing that our algorithm says is like Miles Davis says. Couldn't be more different than Miles Davis, but their algorithm thinks they're similar. Yeah, computer has no feeling. Like, well, if you like fish, then you must like this totally mediocre uncreative jam band from wherever you live. You know, like it's like, no, no, no. What I like about fish isn't that they're a jam band. What I like about them is that they're innovators and genius and warriors and all the stuff. You know what right, I mean? Like, yeah. it's like the the things that I like about it are not what you would assume so with Beethoven That's that, that's basically what's going on there it's I mean, like, What I like about it isn't that it's classical What I like about it isn't that it has violins What I like about it isn't it's, Those aren't the things what, I like about what it What do you like about it though? Um, the gut The gut feelings that he articulated I mean he's He's one of those people That was like a shaman You know that um, You know that some people in, invent because they want to be inventors. Right. Other people invent because their nervous system is doing something extreme.
1: It's in them.
5: Yeah. You know, Jimi Hendrix wasn't like, you know, what I'm gonna reinvent the electric guitar and I'm gonna create a whole bunch of new sounds. He was just trying to get give get voice to what he was actually experiencing in his body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I do. It, that was not conscious. To, yeah. to make the guitar do those things, which now we take for granted. Every guitar player does those things. But he he wasn't like, I'm going to start a new kind of guitar playing. You know? He just did what he needed to do for him. Right. You know, and and he died at twenty-seven, so we didn't even get the sound of that evolving. We just no, got we the didn't initial explosion, up. really. You know, but Beethoven was a person you know, didn't have any formal training and he was orphaned at 15 and he had two little brothers. They lived in a small town uh, and he started gigging
0: to feed his little brothers. See, when you're telling, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're telling a story like this, it, it's, I could read this in a book, but hearing it from you like this, right? It's, it's the well, coolest it's, fucking thing, man. Thank you. You just have to, the way to think of an
5: artist is to, is to compare their life to yours. Yeah, I, feel I like, like
1: how you said that, gigging. Because why yeah, yeah, why.
5: assume Beethoven right. gigging, Beethoven's gigging. That's well, not the... the
1: language of back then. He's so got his now... guitar
5: and... How do you know it was not the language Be of You're right,
1: back then? I, don't. I don't. I don't.
5: All you know <laughs> is what classical musicians now yes. are like. But they're sure. reenactors. Wow. They're like civil war reenactors.
2: Oh, like <laughs> some of that history, Almadeus. I mean, they were nuts. Some of them, just dark, raven nuts. And
5: well, they're, they, they were no different than us. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, two hundred years is not enough time for evolution to have changed what being a human feels like. Right. <laughs> you you know? know. So he's gigging to feed his. his so yeah, at fifteen, and then once his little brothers were old enough to fend for themselves, he moved to. Uh, Vienna which was like moving to New York okay you know like where are all, Going to the big where are time. the gigs where where can you actually do really well at this and he start and he made up a fake backstory he made up a, uh, like bob dylan he made up a fake last name and uh, and told people that he was the son of a of a king in an obscure Country, and there was no internet, so nobody could and find nobody that. Could <laughs> talk. And but he was so good at the piano that they that he started working, you know. And back then, piano had just really been invented. Um, before that, people played organ and harpsichord. Harpsichord, yeah. So piano was like a generation old at the time. Okay. Kind of like when Hendrix found the guitar; it had been around, but, but nobody was doing it. Nobody like that. had made a volcano erupt with it yet and he his shtick was that so pianists were touring Europe at that time okay, uh, just performing solo and so his shtick was when a famous pianist would come to Vienna they would go and play their show pieces and then he would go on after them and play back what they had done like a tape recorder with no with no sheet music and then once he had played back what they had done he would improvise he would start improvising based on what they had played and turn it into you know something in full color you know Uh, and and uh, so his shtick was basically that he could be he was a great mimic and then on top of that he was an improviser nobody had ever really seen that you know, um, people could improvise like fancy stuff, but he was improvising stuff that made people cry and freak out. You know, and, um, I mean, there's an apocryphal story that uh, women were having orgasms uh, spontaneously watching him play. Because and that much emotion. They were feeling. banned from because he was so rhythmic too. Like he was the first. Um, he was the first European musician to. Use African rhythm, basically. Like um, his grandmother was black, and um, he had grown up with some culture that most people didn't grow up with in that part of the world at that time. And uh, he's all through his life. He studied African culture, African music, Indian music. He was super into. So it sounds into, like magic was infused, yeah, in what he did. That and he was a he was a cultural he was a missing link between cultures that. Was unprecedented So when you start Digging into that
0: As a musician Like A lot of musicians Play Beethoven Like you said They're Civil War reenactors Right That's not what he did No It Because From the listener standpoint It feels different
5: Well yeah And Well the thing is He got that career going Where he was Getting this reputation As a pianist Getting to where He might be able to be One of these touring guys too Cause they all came from money Back then, the class yeah. system was serious. So, uh, and he was working class. He was poor, you know, which is why he changed his name and all that shit. But just when it was starting to click, he was like in his late twenties, and he and he was becoming famous. And then he started going deaf out of nowhere, no injury, nothing. And mojo.
0: By the time he was 33, he was completely deaf. So how? Laying your head on it Feeling the vibration Muscle memory Nervous um, well, system Well by then I mean he'd been
5: playing piano For 20 years So it's, it. it's no problem You know Um He knew Uh You know I mean when you go deaf your Your Imagination Doesn't Go mute Okay Your ears go mute Right You're still Hearing speech You're hearing your own I mean thoughts are When you think You're hearing yourself Talk to yourself Uh you know, like, that doesn't go away when you go deaf. Okay. Like, your your brain is still connected to your auditory shit. It's just that you, the hardware broke. Yeah. The inner, uh, inner
0: monologue is still going.
5: So he went deaf, which... And then he couldn't really perform. Uh, and he had... Um, he wrote a suicide letter to his little brothers uh, that is heartbreaking to read. He never mailed it. They found it after he died oh, wow. as an older man. Um... And he he moved out to the country because some doctor said maybe you should rest your ears, maybe it'll come back. If you just have silence for six months, don't talk to anybody, nothing. And that's when he he wrote the suicide letter. He moved out to the woods in a little cabin, didn't see anybody for six months. When he came back, he had written his first symphony, which was completely unprecedented. It didn't sound like anything that had ever happened before. It was narrative in a way that had never... Not narrative with lyrics. It was instrumentally narrative. Like what we would now call film scoring. Okay. Where there's obvious action taking place and obvious emotional shifts and characters that come back. And like he had turned instrumental music into his private universe. And uh, and more than that, he had figured out a way to write down the trauma process
1: that he was feeling
5: yeah the the I mean he had had a traumatic life before he went deaf but then the only thing his source of survival was removed yeah you got and your wow. ears taken from and you and he had to not only not kill himself but do the opposite decide that this new life as a deaf person was good this is good. This is a good situation. I'm good. He had to somehow get from A to B, which is what shamans do.
0: That's what shamans do. He went, he did, he went through the dark night of he, the soul. He
5: did, and more than that, he went through it with the skill set and the imagination to write it down.
0: So he gave us a roadmap yeah. through the a abyss. A roadmap through healing from trauma. So so his music. He just made the like hair cool. stand up on yeah. my arms, dude. His
5: so like fucking cool. His music is like a is like a series of yoga positions. The asanas, yeah. yeah. Do this; these things in this order enough times, and your nervous system will repair itself. Um
0: so, so when you get inside that yourself, because you had to crawl inside under the hood yeah. of it. Well,
5: I, I started having these experiences I, when, so I, was, what I, was when I was listening yeah, to him. Wait
1: a minute, these, this double personality thing is really coming in a lot through this conversation. Because right? even with him, yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about. And it's almost as if it is necessary to happen in order to... Right.
5: He had this fake persona that was going to be a successful performer. And going deaf took that option off the table. You can no longer lie. Everyone knows you're deaf now. Everyone can tell. So your fake idealized version of yourself is now done permanently you have no choice but to be honest from here on out that's what the position he was in
1: i feel that from you right like, so so much and then i had this it. one <laughs> lsd
5: trip where i listened to the third symphony um where he uh enacts his suicide and then is reborn um the, the first movement is called "In Memory of a Great Man," and it's all this posturing. I'm a hero. The second movement is the funeral march, and there's an actual moment where I feel like you can hear him say, "No, I'm not going to kill myself." You know what I mean? There's a chord change where it's like, "Wow, fucking he, on the amazing. precipice and stepping and back." Then, yeah, and then stepping back, and then this eruption of fucking energy as soon as he makes that choice. But he makes that choice. It's the quietest moment in the whole symphony when he just turns a little bit and then. You're good. And then the next two movements are this uprising of energy and like a victory march, basically. So I had this experience listening to this on LST when I was 19. Right. And I realized that what I was listening to was Jimi Hendrix and John Coltrane and, uh, you know, all these artists. We're hearing the, the muse. Yeah. You're hearing the muse and you're hearing the, the meta, like brain circuitry that where the human becomes self-aware and then becomes able to heal themselves on purpose yoga basically yeah. uh, so I was just sort of like you know what this could be played this could be played by me and my friends not not by the people that are ordained by the state to play this music Right. but anybody this is like Bob Dylan music this is folk music this is the people's music you know and that it took me twenty years to get around to it, but I knew in that moment that it was a good idea. <laughs> <It's>
0: so <laughs> special, <laughs> it's so special. Dude.
1: Like a hell of an idea. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I
0: I had had those minor, not anything close to what you're talking about, but tripped and listened to classical music before. Sure. You know, as him and I, as teenagers, doing our thing, like whatever. And it n- it never it never That's got everything. yeah it never got inside though it never hooked me like the way. It, a live dead album or right something else did and what you did really made it approachable for someone with the mindset like I have or had when I first heard it like to get inside of it and yeah. and go oh shit this is what the thing is now right. I get it and like like I was saying when you get inside of it and you're under the hood the way you were are you feeling that shamanic yes. presence from him and the whole thing? I mean, I
5: wouldn't say from him. He's dead. No, but I'm just uh, saying. Like, But I'm, I feel access to that conduit of energy. But that's because we have nearly identical brain circuitry. I mean, for fuck's sake, we're 98.7% identical to chimps. So between you and I, the difference between us in our neuro wiring and how our bodies feel and operate is so slight as to be minister. like yeah. we are nearly identical all of us every human on the earth and so he tapped into that shit and
1: I love that because you're bringing more similarity and unity as opposed to when um, we were talking earlier about genre and separation and how, how to mold you into a certain thing so these people can like you right. instead of saying this is what I do. I it, it Like, Art. just feel
5: it. Accept it. Right. Take it in. I mean, I would... My Ideally, you know, I fought with my manager about calling the band Electric Beethoven because I didn't want it to be about Beethoven. Uh, as far as... I, d- I don't want people to be thinking the word classical while they're listening to us play. I don't want people to be thinking about Beethoven Most people don't know about Beethoven. They think Beethoven and Mozart and Bach and all these things are one thing, even though they were hundreds of years apart. Right. Uh, You know, Beethoven and Bach are as far apart as you and Louis Armstrong, but they act like it's the same thing. Same deal, yeah. So I didn't want all that baggage to be part of people coming to see us play. Yeah. Uh, But he was like, you know, we won't, we'll, we'll have a much easier time promoting this. If we just say what does. so down. I was like, okay, whatever. And he put the word electric on there because of LSD, I guess. Um, okay. So. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. I didn't even cross my mind, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. I I lost that. I lost that battle. You lost but the battle. I've never been a big one for naming things. You anybody. fucking won the war though. Uh, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's important to me is that like, we can apply our what what we call dance music, dance rhythm, like, what the the rhythms that make us feel funky to these forms, these chord progressions, you know, we're not copying all of everything he, about what he wrote. We're copying, we're playing it like you would open a Grateful Dead songbook and it says C, G, F, and the lyrics are written above, and you just strum C, G, F. We're playing Beethoven like that. Okay. Where... All the details are up to you. You get to be yourself. When you play a Grateful Dead song, do you do an impression no. of those guys? Or do you do what feels good to you? You do what feels good, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what has been completely removed from the classical world, if it was ever there. You're, it's become structure and you play the structure. You're, it's not about you. It's like, this, it's like the Catholic Mass. You're just doing it because you do it, because this is what we do. And it's like, you just say the words, you read the script. It's become like a script. And he was was an improviser. All of his music came from him improvising. He would improvise at the piano. I mean, after he went deaf, he cut the legs off. So the whole body of the piano was on the hardwood floor. And then he would kneel. He played kneeling or cross-legged on the floor so that the whole floor would come up to his body. Uh, you know, and then he would improvise, and then he would be like, that was good. Write it down. Because it felt... Because it felt, it felt good, and because something would click. Like like a songwriter. He was closer to John Lennon than he was to Bach. Okay. In his process. You know what I mean?
2: That's... Wow. We do now, I mean, yeah. Thank you for this. This is an education. Yeah, because I, smart, I mean, blowing. that's it's really just, cool. Wow. I just want to really quick go back to that
1: LSD trip, and the only reason why is because... You said you listened to that, and then it changed something. Yeah. Did you feel your story in that?
5: Yes. As- I felt, you know, Joseph Campbell talks about yeah. the hero yeah, with a thousand faces, that, like, basically, all all stories, all great stories have this fucking arc. Mm-hmm. And that's not because we all got together and shook hands and said, this will be the arc. Yeah. It's because that's an accurate model of our human nervous system. Wow.
0: So that's the shaman's not goal or duty but that's his path the that's shaman, the mark of a shaman the shaman's way is the to shamans pass don't through decide the die they're gonna do right. that they have a schizophrenic
5: <laughs> breakdown and they recover what? Wow did <laughs> you
1: say that's safe something to happen to you during your travels
5: I uh, I don't know I, don't, I mean
1: that schizophrenic sounds like a harsh word but you know what I mean like just kind of like a
5: I mean, I've definitely um, healed from a variety of, of uh, injuries, shit oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, But that's that's we all do that That's Absolutely. why that's why you're rooting for Luke oh, Skywalker when you will see Star Wars. That's,
1: yeah.
5: that's why these stories work. That's why all these stories have the same arc because we're all doing that all the time. Nobody had perfect parents, nobody had a perfect childhood. We were all wounded before we could talk and we all spend the rest of our lives recovering from that and And
1: from additional wounds and
5: then on top of that, the new wounds, (laughs) Yeah. you know? And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely, I relate to, obviously I relate to Beethoven as a guy on that level. Um, even though I haven't gone deaf and I wasn't orphaned and you know, those same things haven't happened to me, but other awful things have happened. And, um, and awful things happen to everybody. We're all... That's, you know, like... Uh, you know, that's the Buddha. That's what that's the first noble truth. You know? Life is suffering. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's a mistranslation from what I understand from the original Pali, which was Buddha's language. You know, like, all life is... Uh, off. Like, the word he used was dukkha, which is when one of your wheels on your on your vehicle is an oval. Okay. It's not a perfect circle. So it never or it's never smooth, basically. He's like, it's never gonna work. All life it's not all life is suffering, it's that all life will be A little will off. Yeah. feel wrong.
4: Yeah.
5: Well I mean we're in this this your relationships are gonna feel wrong. We're in your, this body. Your identity's gonna feel wrong. That that. You're, Your feelings are going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable in your body. You're going to. And then you're going to go grow old and die. Like, that's. And that's not because of you. That's because that's what happens in this dimension to everything. You know? Trees, no tree is in the ideal place. You know what I mean? Like, like yes! Yeah, it's like, oh, this is it. This is it! Score! <laughs> you know. <laughs> then they wouldn't grow. And even if you do feel like you're in the ideal relationship or the ideal job, that's gonna it's gonna go away. Eventually that relationship's gonna run into problems. Eventually that job that company's gonna fold. Whatever it is, yeah. it's you you're never gonna be good to go. You're never
0: gonna be completely safe permanently. Well, I think that's part of the deal of incarnation at its base is like we made an agreement at some point to right. I'm gonna get to taste chocolate and drink coffee and have sex and right. smoke cigarettes but I'm not gonna remember right what and, it feels like out and, there again. and coffee's gonna hurt me and um, oh, and chocolate's and bad for me <clears throat> sex
5: is gonna hurt me chocolate's gonna hurt me even if it doesn't it'll be taken away
1: <laughs>
5: so so wow. you know what I mean so like
1: thank you for getting up there and being vulnerable through all of that shit
5: Right on Thank you I, like, I just, Thank you for like doing that, that I feel
1: so, Like I just want to Give you the biggest hug Like I feel So I see it
5: Both are all I know the same <laughs> yeah. Well no Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it's It's like the, It's the realest stuff
4: Yeah And it
5: couldn't have Less to do with Marketing a fucking band And I could give a fuck you Less know? about what tracks You yeah. picked for the album Like it's Straight not up, what These interviews know? are Yeah And I You know that's That's one of the reasons Why the Grateful Dead Are such a oh. Such a a beacon to me in in this field of work, in this and you've field got of to work with them. Yeah, I've worked with those guys many times. Yeah, um, you know, is that they threw all that stuff out the window and it worked anyway, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> they did. They didn't do anything right as according to the industry, and it fucking worked anyway. And it worked because it connected with people on a level that they that nobody understood. It connected at the nervous system level where you don't know why you like it. I wish yeah. They I, don't know why you like it. I what people? I remember seeing somebody ask the Beatles, like, why does everybody like your music? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, we have no idea. You know, but it's because really? it was doing something that needed to be done, that people needed. Well, that's what I was going to ask you that. Why do you like drinking water when you're thirsty? Because I... I don't know. But <laughs> part of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you do, but you definitely know you like it. And you know you're fucking wanting it you when don't, you're thirsty, too. You don't need to know why. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's
1: true. Humans always want to know why.
5: Why? Right. Why'd you wear that outfit? Why'd
1: you do this? Why? The
5: reason you want to know why is so you can prevent future discomfort. If I know why, then I won't be in danger later. You know. If so you I, think it's just an evolutionary? I, if thing? If I know why people like a certain band, then I don't have to take a risk. Mm-hmm. I can do what I know works,
4: yeah. and
5: then I'll be safe. Oh, oh shit! Okay, okay. that makes sense. But that's—you're never safe. No. You're never. You've never. You've you've never. At no point will your future be good to fucking go that's <laughs> people we're people, good now just put on the cruise control people become billionaires and then they're surprised that they still have depression uh-huh. you know it's like yeah cause that's you're
1: <laughs>
4: you're,
5: you're never gonna fix this. life keeps happening it's never gonna be fixed from here on out you know like
0: you're but there's those moments that turn you you're going along and you get turned yeah and those are the for me like that's what I've stayed after yeah like the going to my first dead show was one of those moments where eh, boom different trajectory for the rest of my life totally meeting her totally boom having a kid boom and those things have happened over and over again but it's always seems to me like it's music is the thing Yeah. Yeah. Why is like that's? I want to know the why. Uh, I mean, and I'm not asking you to.
5: I have some information on that, which is that um, music uses more parts of the brain than any other human activity, except maybe sex. Okay. But if you if you go under an fMRI machine where they can see what parts of your brain are active, it's like Alzheimer's patients that can't remember their spouse's name. Can remember music, can respond to music, like the, the You know, music
2: never stops. Oh, that, that kid! Yeah. The, did you see where the kid replays the music? Yeah,
5: yeah. It's it 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 somehow accesses the verbal part of your brain without using any words. It accesses your the memory part of the brain without containing any memories. And
1: some spiritual part too. Yeah. Because. I mean, gosh, when there's just times where I just have to hold my hands up and yeah. like, I'm reaching for something. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling it's coming from somewhere yeah. through the music.
5: It aligns, it aligns the different parts of you and it helps them communicate with one another so that you feel less tension inside yourself, less stress. You feel... And if you're at a show, you notice that that's not only you, and you suddenly realize that you and people you've never met have a lot in common. And you realize that at a, at an unconscious level where it really has an impact on you. And, uh, you know, that's... That's the power of live music, you know, is, like, it goes past words. It goes past um, knowledge. Genre. It definitely goes past genre. I mean, genre's not even a real thing. You know, that's like... That's like, you know, I mean... Like
1: like our skin color is literally made up too because if, in this room does it matter at all right
5: no At in this festival well,
1: does and, it matter to at a all and genetic
5: test who is who is a who is a pure race anyway what does that even mean we're all months yeah. like they're they're whatever race they say you are is the dominant genetic stuff that you have not all of it right like you no calculate. human yeah <laughs> At this that's point we're all in this together, you so know. So that's
1: that communication that's been like I said been weaving throughout all of our interviews is that musical communication, that language and that's kind of like what the musician is a communicator and right. the more that they practice the better at communication they get and more ways to communicate, which right. is such an awesome but, thing because it doesn't leave anybody out.
0: But I yeah. mean let's let's be honest like too we've talked a lot amongst ourselves For us, the musicians that we go see are shaman. Right. Simple, pure. When I go see CRB, Chris Robinson's a fucking shaman. Yeah, man. Up there spinning that shit up, dancing, bringing the energy. Yeah. Swirling it. And I see it happen over, not just him, but over and over again, moving it and directing it. And to be in that, man, and that participation, when you're in that headspace, is it... uh, automatic when you're up there doing that thing yeah, and I mean, it's definitely involuntary you're, okay
5: i mean a, a a musician that you connect with is somebody who has realized something about themselves that is true for you as well so you're seeing like, a reflection uh, they're telling the truth about themselves and it's showing you a truth about yourself okay that's what that connection is you're it's not cuz think about it if you went up if you see an acrobat you don't (laughs) you don't have the same experience because you're just you're like wow that's amazing like you can see you can go on youtube and see these guitar players who do acrobatic things on the instrument that are amazing but you don't feel a connection to it no the 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 reason the the great music the great musicians are the people where you say me too buddy like I, i i've had that same experience like maybe you didn't even realize something about it that they're showing you but they're showing you something about your experiences they're showing you a memory of they're, yourself they're helping you integrate your own experiences
1: absolutely terry stampton last night straight up man his i
5: was listening lyrics. to his Dude. voice and i was Dude. just like whoa.
1: his lyrics it like and the way that he said it's like so haunting in the beautiful, the most beautiful yeah. way I've ever heard. And it, at times it wasn't even a full pronunciation that's, of the word. Yeah. It was just the sound and the tone and it was like... Yeah, it's like it does
5: something to you physically. You're not yes. thinking, wow, it's this visceral. is good. Yeah, it's you're not not you're having a visceral experience. A There's way. nothing yeah. like that feeling. And to me, that's the only music that's, that's worthwhile. I Absolutely. have no time for
0: anything else. Like... I, I want that it's that visceral experience or nothing for me I, I felt like that too when I found all of this like I don't want anything else I don't yeah. want to be anywhere else I don't want to do anything else and obviously life gets in the way of sure. all of that and you have to do your thing but like having the opportunity to to be around it it's done everything for my life now. me too everything. me too I've I've given up
5: everything for this Wow. not once daily you know wow. I mean I mean you know consistently yeah I mean it's it's you're never done sacrificing no you know okay but
1: mom.
5: but like you know I I just nothing comes close for me uh, as we so so feel just it my right. own you know I definitely want people to I want to be doing something that's worthwhile to others but I'm there because this music heals
0: me and that's why it's honest, and that's why, because it's yours, it's, right. it's your thing, and you're sharing. You're it.
5: not a you're not a musician unless you would do it for no reward. Unless unless you would do the same music for if nobody showed up ever, if you never got any feed positive feedback, or then you're a musician. Anybody who throws in the towel when it's not when the game is tough, when if or if like people don't like it. Or and then you stop Well then you're You're a, then, yeah. then you're an actor Which is fine I love actors Yeah movies but, are
2: great But uh That's not the same thing mm-hmm. You know That's why I tell We see a lot of Like starting with Metallica And stuff It's a different thing the jam band scene, how many times have we gone to a show where we walk in? It's like, man, I hope more people show up for these guys. They still come out on stage no matter how many people are in the room, and they pour it out, and it all comes back. We keep everybody we interview, the word truth keeps coming up again and again. Then we got to be true. We did that when we started this. We learned getting in it. we just got to be true, and people say that. It's like we dig your truth, your openness. You put yourself out there, yeah. and it comes back. That's well, like, so the gosh. river isn't less wet if nobody shows up to the river,
5: you know. I mean, it's if it's your it, if it's in your nature, it's in your nature. It and, is, yeah. And like you're not doing it for an audience, you're just doing it because that's what you do. You don't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not like, the donkey you know, isn't like. I'm being a donkey right now right. I mean, yeah, exactly. he's a fucking donkey yeah, exactly. all the time when you're there or not Exactly. Yeah. I mean for a lot of people that's what playing music is like and a lot of audiences assume that's what it's like for us that we're there because there's an audience and because we feel amazing performing To we want all this social feedback you know and, but that's not that's not it but, you know no. that's candy not nutrition you know you the the thing that makes this shit worthwhile happens
0: if if people are watching or not. Wow. So, <laughs> there's the It's going to happen whether people are watching or not. Yeah. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic
4: is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and
0: a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking... I can't quite believe this is happening.
4: Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
0: For me, I feel like there's really something bigger going on right now. Yeah. At this time. Tell me more. this Okay. So things are so broken out there divided messy there's the media there's all this programming coming into everybody's heads totally and they're scared and have walls in front of them and then they come to something like this and they see everybody smiling and sharing their stuff mm-hmm. and then they're getting the vibrations of these this music and the mm-hmm. shaman are up there spinning up the energy and moving everything and their lives are changing and their hearts are opening and there's a revolution happening right in, in my opinion yeah but it's not raised fists and screaming in the streets it's this coming together and having conversation sharing music feeling what it feels like to get along right and to be together yeah because it's to Antith- it's antithetical to the world yeah. that we live in right now okay. because the world tells us that we don't have enough that we're never going to get there yeah. you're not good enough you're not pretty enough you're not thin enough right. you're not white enough you're not black enough you're not whatever enough and you come here and you're like wait a minute nobody gives a fuck if I stink right if I <laughs> right yeah. and if I don't have water somebody will help me out mm-hmm. and here we are and then the cherry on top is the vibration that comes yeah man
5: so it's, there's yeah it's wonderful It's that's the reason that that this is a community you know and I think it's doing real real, real good. good yeah it's not entertainment uh, yeah. that's over when you leave
1: not candy it's
5: it's like a <laughs> yoga retreat or something it's like it's good for you
2: it's genuinely good vibration for you. It's getting stronger. Everything we go to, the more we do this, it just the vibration. Yeah. And a big thing we talk about a lot is like kind of a resurgence for us and a lot of people is when they did the Grateful Dead Fare thee well for uh, all of a sudden it seemed like there was a resurgence and we see it here like we see the to see these resistance. and to see these kids like that are they're 16, 18, in their early 20s and you used to kind of look at that and be like they don't get it. They're just putting on the costume and stuff. But you get out here and you dance with them and you talk to them and you smile and you hug yeah. them. They fucking are getting it. And it's yeah, getting
5: and stronger. Kids and you can't know what their what's what their experience of feel, no. you know. Yeah. Yeah. They might get it, but not know how to express that for
0: another ten years. Yeah, you know. Well, and that's I know when I came in to the whole thing, like there was older heads that thought you didn't get it, probably. Yeah, and, <laughs> and took us under their wing in a lot of ways too. Right. Like, don't fucking do that. Don't talk during the fucking show. Keep your mouth shut, man. Right. Listen to the music and right. whatever right. their trip was, but. There has to be that thing to keep it going. And yeah. I just... I see it happening. And like, like he just said, it's getting stronger. And it's spilling out. And like you said, it doesn't stop when the festival ends. It's not like I go put on a tie right. and go, you know, and whatever. It, this is who we are. Yeah. And the same way that music is touching those people... Everybody's so disconnected from each other. They have the illusion of connection through their phone. But there's people that go through an entire week without ever talking to another yeah, person or looking them in the eye. Yeah. And so having conversations like we're having right now and then sharing it, it's healing okay. for people. And yeah,
5: it
1: includes them. So they feel like... Like you said, maybe they just don't know how to articulate it. Mm -hmm. And so, but by being part of like listening in, like, yeah, that's what I mean. I couldn't say it because their vocabulary and their communication is through a machine. And so when they're hearing live people, live music, um, real events, that's when they start, wow, like they they feel it, they're getting it. They just don't have the language yet to say it, which those generation those 20s and short. late teens they're amazing these kids are going to be capable of things that we we can't even dream of yet.
2: Right. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah,
1: they're he's, raised. Like we're
2: talking these kids, these little kids. Oh my you see, gosh! These festival and like jam, but it's obvious they've yeah. been on the road. Like we, I saw one yesterday, and I, I was like, look at her go! And, and dad looks proud as can be. dred has been on, you know, he's he's a road dog. Sure. He's like, and she's only fucking four, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, in and it out the crowd, looking like determined, man. Where, where are her head's at, it? Oh, holy shit! Watch out! You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just great. it's so cool to see this. It is yeah, so nice. healing. So That's one great. one last thing. Yes, sir. So
0: as we're talking, I'm we brought up all this. And for us, when we started doing what we're doing, there wasn't a clear intention in the beginning. I just wanted to tell my story. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then it started becoming it's own thing mm-hmm. And we're in it But we're watching it At the same time With detachment Going What the fuck Yeah, Holy shit And then it starts Picking up momentum And you're like Do I put my hands in it Do I keep my hands off Do I just You know what I mean That, that dance uh-huh. And there's layers That have been added on As you go Do you feel like that With music for yourself Like it's Constantly revealing itself As you go along or is it something that you just participate in at this point? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Okay. Um,
5: I mean...
1: Is there intention at this point, like, something that you were trying to get across? Maybe non-verbally, when you play? No. It's just...
5: Um, just just to have the experience and share the experience. I, it's not very goal-oriented for, for me, you know that's why it's beautiful um I mean I've I've dabbled with goals but um I in my case doing what I do I don't think they're helpful um I think that the the skill set that I need to develop is being present and being here in this moment open vulnerable honest brave um you know, that's that's the skill set that matters for this job. You know, uh, you can't plan
2: for the future. If you try to plan, it goes off the road. You did that to yourself in mean, all of our interviews. We did like one, I think, where he was like, okay, I need to write down questions for this. And, it Can't do it. He right. did two questions, and then he it's threw not the notebook me. down and was like, okay, back to myself. So <laughs> Right. You know,
5: not gonna put on like, the, you know, like the dabble. Charlie Parker with uh uh there's an audio recording of Charlie Parker giving a saxophone lesson in the forties, you know, and he uh the kid asks if there, if like, should I learn all these scales and all this stuff? And he goes, Yes, you absolutely should learn all of them and then forget them. Completely forget them like like do the work do the research do the preparation and then absolutely throw all that out what? and go with all the all moment your words of you know like you like because yourself. you yeah, won't be well, well and you won't you? be present if you're thinking you won't be present if you're remembering
1: so that's what you need to, that's why you so need like you don't
5: think about how to use a fork you're not like put your fingers around the fork Put the food on it Don't tilt it You're not Talking yourself through that You've worked all that out And now you just go Ding You don't even think The word fork When you touch it Right? Jam on the
2: fork You know what I'm saying
5: (laughs) So That's That's where it's at for me Is like Do Do the work necessary But then Be present
0: I think, I think that's, I'm not even gonna try to ruin the end of this with anything else, I'm just gonna calmly push stop.